Hey, what's going on? I hope you are well and having a good week as always. Uh, so on this episode of the Welcome to the Metaverse podcast, we have Carson Daly, who is the Chief Experience Officer at AAA The New World. Uh, now, if you're new to this space, AAA is an anonymous but very well-respected and very well-loved collector and curator in the space who is in the process of launching 888 The New World, a whole new platform and ecosystem, really, that is founded and built by artists, uh, which is very cool indeed. Uh, we chat to Carson all about that, also her story, including her many roles at Superplastic, who are the world's top creator of animated celebs, vinyl toys and digital collectibles. She also has her own NFT project, which she's launching very soon, so we get into that as well. Uh, so really interesting and valuable chat, and Carson generally just has a really fun vibe, uh, so it was great to have her on. Uh, this episode is also sponsored by Republic Realm, who are among the largest owners of digital real estate NFTs in Decentraland, the Sandbox and Axie Infinity. They've just launched their fantasy collection NFTs, uh, which are luxury speedboats that are designed for use in the sandbox. And owners also get access to join Fantasy Marina, uh, which is an awesome social hub as well. So definitely worth checking that out. Uh, they also have a brand new Substack. I'll link it all below as well. Uh, or you can head to republicrealm.com or at joinrepublic underscore r on twitter uh, finally as always nothing in this podcast is financial or investment advice always do your own research and with that said let's dive into this week's episode carson thanks so much for coming on the podcast thank you so much for having me super excited of course yeah no i'm excited to have you because you're always giving the good energy on twitter <laughs> online always seem happy and excited and uh yeah positive so it's gonna be gonna be a fun chat for sure yes love that thank you thank you for the kind words appreciate it of course yeah all right um so we'll start in the classic way that every podcast <laughs> does but i think it's useful to do for people who might not know um but i'd love to hear a bit more about your story about how uh you know what you're working on uh before for becoming Chief Experience Officer at AA8 The New World, which is a great yeah. title, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you so <laughs> much. I know it's my favorite title. People are always like, what is that? But I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> um, so before I w uh, became Chief Experience Officer, I was consulting on a bunch of NFT and brand building strategies for people in the space. I worked with Crucible and Nifty Kit, and I did a couple independent projects and worked with some artists and really just like used my roots and uh, my experience in marketing and brand building that I had developed even before uh, becoming a consultant at Superplastic uh, to just help kind of bring people into this space. I think there's so many brilliant creatives and builders and developers and, and really like what I am trying to do is just to kind of show or help kind of guide people in the right direction that, you know, marketing is really simple and, you know, marketing can be used for good too. And it's really about storytelling and storytelling is such a, a an intrinsic part of this space that, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to do anything, think differently, but a lot of times I think people have a difficult time kind of telling their own story. So I like to get in and, and kind of help them build that. And, and I always tell people that, you know, I'm just a mirror. I'm just going to like report back and, and share back what I see in, in that person's vision or project or what I see in them and how they can help build their own brand. So lots of good and fun stuff and and really allowed me to kind of think about what I wanted to do for work because super plastic was really my first job that I had in my life and and I was, I was not in my life but you know my first real career like besides like waiting tables and slinging drinks and, <laughs> and doing all of that washing dishes but 
Um, for me, like I learned so much there and it was such a, a playground and Paul Budnitz, who's the CEO and founder of Superplastic is uh, an entrepreneurial genius. And um, I learned so much that I really wanted to bring into this space and to help kind of, um, you know, help people explore different routes and avenues. And yeah, it's just, it's been really fun and, and gave me a lot of opportunity uh, before, you know, taking accepting position at 888 The New World to um, explore if I wanted to kind of be in the gaming world or if I wanted to work with platforms or if I wanted to, you know, go like an artist management route or whatever. So yeah, that's kind of a scattered. I try to tell that that story differently every time I do it because uh-huh. I want people to keep listening to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, like, cool. so like self-important in that way. But... <laughs> no, 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 that's so good. So hopefully that made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to just chat about Superplastic a tiny bit for anyone yeah. who isn't kind of aware because it's a crazy brand and really forward-thinking, really exciting. And it kind of struck me because, I mean, you can tell us a bit more about what they do there, but also they've created some uh you know like uh, virtual influences yeah. basically and whole kind of branding and merch to go with that um daisy and stacks right and is it yeah. yankee and, janky and, and, janky yeah. and cool okay <laughs> my former children <laughs> right okay yeah 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 and it's just so interesting because it seems like maybe that is a bit of a clue as well to some of where this nft space with avatars might go as well so maybe it's going to become you know people are going to use them as virtual influencers so maybe you could tell us a little bit about that and you see that maybe happening in the nft space a little bit definitely definitely so super plastic um it's it was awesome for me and it's it's even more awesome because i know what they have like what they have in the works that you know a year two years three years five years from now it's going to be even bigger because of things that, you know, we were talking about or working on when I still worked there. And, you know, when I uh, joined the team, I was employee number three at Superplastic, October 2018. And um, they had just closed their first Kickstarter. And I remember, you know, my first um, kind of project actually was the very first toy drop on the website. So it was like really iconic. And and I came in as just a marketing coordinator. So I was uh, doing social media posts on the Superplastic account. They had like 30,000 followers at the time. Um, I was writing toy descriptions. I've written many toy descriptions. And I was coming up with these stories about toys because, again, like, it's interesting. I want to try to not go too much into a tangent, but you know, I I think people buy art because this is the first brush that I had with this like theory and this thesis that people buy art because, you know, of of what it, it speaks to them because of like the story that it makes them tell themselves or, or the story that it tells them about what they like and about themselves and their lives. And this is like very true, I think in traditional art, but with toys, you know, there's so much going on. Like there's a story within that art piece itself. And Mm -hmm. I think I knew for a fact that there was going to be, you know, on first glance, you would look at something and you know, if you like it or you don't. And I wanted to kind of test this theory that somebody could read something, read a story and connect with that piece and actually like feel more inspired to buy it. So it was no longer a matter of like aesthetic and taste. It was like more personal and and more connected. And 
this was, you know, I think what gave me the opportunity because I had this vision and I felt that this was possible. I think that is what allowed me to have such a huge role in, um, you know, really working with Paul to kind of figure out who Janky and Googiemon and Daisy and Stax would be and even more characters that would come from their universe. And it's so funny because I was in a clubhouse room a long time ago, like back in February with Steve Aoki and um, his manager, Matt. And, you know, I, I had at Superplastic, I was marketing coordinator and then I was, you know, a senior content producer and manager. And then all these other titles, I had like six titles. I was head of story and narrative. So essentially like the little, like I was ta- like a manager for the Janky and Googie Stacks, <laughs> and, and I was essentially like executive producing, you know, the episodes of their lives, which was every post. And and, um, you know, I then became director of uh, business development and I got a toy collab with Steve Aoki and we were, I was in Beverly Hills meeting with his team and I was like, Steve can come into our universe and our characters can come out into your universe and, you know, we can have them on stage with him on tour and do all of this stuff. And, and, uh, Matt told that story in a clubhouse room and he was like, not going to lie. Like, I thought you were fucking crazy. <laughs> like it, he was like, I just didn't get it. And it, it's so funny. Like now we're in this, we're existing in this space. And like, even this conversation, like what I was talking about then, like basically was the metaverse. Like it was just my like understanding and the way that I was communicating how like fluid our transition and, and our movement through these spaces could be. And, um, yeah, I think that now it's weird because we kind of like skipped right over it. Like I was like Uh animated influencers and animated celebrities will be like a whole thing. But I think that, you know, in, in my mind, like we kind of just like jumped right into the, to the metaverse part. And, and it made that, you know, it made Janky and Googiemon, Daisy and Stacks and the entire super plastic universe. So, um, so perfect for, you know, NFTs because we were already, and it's kind of what made it click for me that I was like, oh, we're already, you know, doing this, we're already producing like this type of art, crypto art, you could call it, but not really crypto because it's released on a centralized platform, but it's still 3D and it's still in its own metaverse. And, and I think, you know, to answer the question of it does, what does it say about where we're headed? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's very clear, like, I, I think just knowing, you know, what Bored Apes will likely do and, and the fact that, you know, now crypto punks are, are like a property and, and people could create, you know, content and they'll create little shows and movies. And um, Micah Johnson is doing that with Aku. And, you know, I think that you know, um, Kid Aid and, and Evil, like this is perfectly like Evil is perfectly primed for that as well. Like there's so much opportunity to create, people are creating original IP and just putting it out. And, you know, by having this like PFP project or a generative drop, you're essentially doing your own first round of fundraising in my mind, which is so important because I think that far too often people are coming up with these brilliant ideas for characters and character universes, and then they're losing control over them by selling them to Hollywood studios and you know, we went through that with Janky and Googiemon and I was part of the team that was pitching the Janky and Googiemon show and and just these the, the rights and um, the kind of control that they wanted to have over these characters was just like not worth accepting a deal. And, you know, fortunately, Paul Budnitz is like so true to brand and he's so he's like, I'm never going to sell out like I would never do that. But 
a lot of people aren't that, you know, they're not that brilliant or they're not in the position where they can say no, like this is their life's work. And, and those blinders can be so difficult to break free from. And it's really easy, I think, to get into a position where you're going to self-abandon or you're going to kind of sacrifice your integrity or what feels right for you and, and, and sacrifice your art and control. So, yeah. Yeah, it's something that I've not heard loads of people talk about, which is really interesting. The whole, I mean, the IP thing, people are aware of that. Maybe Bored Apes, massive mainstream success of that, and people owning their IP as apes. But also, it's like a moment where all the things are combined, like the technology is there, and also now the virtual identity is there, and the community is there, and people can go and create these things on their own. It's like crypto is decentralizing everything in lots of the world. Yeah. It's happening in like IP, isn't it? And it's, uh, yeah, you can see it like fast tracking. It's, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, and yeah. I think what Board Apes has done, you know, by allowing the the holders to like control their IP is, is definitely very cool. And it's something that I think will be a great case study down the road. Like years from now, I think we'll have better clarity on if that's the right thing to do. But I also have a lot of respect and for artists that are, um, you know, they're maintaining control over their IP. And just because you buy this, um, pro by, just because you buy into their project, just because you own a piece of their artwork, you don't own, like you can't go and then create and then benefit off of and build your own universes. But, you know, I think when we open up history, digital history books, when we were taking, when our, you know, great, great, great grandkids or Chicken whatever, brain, like, yeah. exactly. And we enter our VR history classroom, it'll be like, these two types of, of, of projects and, you know, we'll actually have a, a track and, and we'll have a lot of um, examples of what worked and what didn't work for both. And it's going to decent. It is decentralizing everything. So, yeah, 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 for sure. I'm excited for when kids are going to be learning uh, like meme history in school oh my in God, 50 years yes. time. It's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> All right, let's jump into 888, the new world, because yeah. loads of amazing stuff going on there. A massive shout out to 888, who obviously is one of the most well-loved collectors and, you know, really positive voices in the space, really so, well-loved for good reasons as well. And, you know, really supporting every artist at every level. So it's, it's always really, really cool to see. Yeah. And over the last few months, so various details about 888, the new world uh, have come out, as well as the partnerships as well. The, um, yeah, it, it looks next level <laughs> epic, but I thought I'd ask you in kind of your own words, how do you see it? How do you understand it as a platform? Because there's various levels, isn't there? And I'm sure there's a much bigger picture, some of which you won't be able to tell us, but I'd love to just hear, you, you know, your vision on what you see it as. Definitely. I think, you know, well, 888, the new world's like kind of what the, the elevator pitch, like the boilerplate that, you know, it's kind of sounds a little pressy, but we really believe in it is that like, this is the first platform that is founded and built by artists and, and architects of the digital future. And, and this is like one of the most important elements of the entire platform is that, you know, we aren't just like consulting with and being advised by the people who are listed on our website, you know, that are the investors and, and the builders of this platform, but 888 and I independently and now together have literally watched and read and responded to like, hours upon hours upon hours and thousands upon thousands of DMs and tweets and, and messages and emails. And we wanted to create a hybrid model that gives multiple access points um, that fosters true community, that fosters the art and artist's growth and development and, you know, does it equitably. And, um, 
you know, that's really where like kind of the core foundations of 88 The New World comes in. So uh, we have, you know, we'll have a drop platform, like we'll have a drop format on our website, um, which is the drop zone. And this will be like an artist dedicated day, you know, they will get the full bells and whistles and all of that and, and have all of all of us behind them. But also all the artists in the other zones will also have us behind them. And they'll be able to get to that point of that drop zone in you know, so many different ways through curation, because we have, you know, multiple curators, the platform, uh, which is great. We don't just have one person. It's not just me or 888 or one, you know, person in a position that's saying yes or no, that's kind of um, blinded or blocked by their own inherent bias and, and kind of their own aesthetic taste. Um, and we have a ton of support for people at, at different levels. Uh, so we'll have like teams that are dedicated to artists in the Genesis zone. And every month we'll have you know, Genesis zone, like meetups and, and we'll bring all those people together and it'll be like, okay, Carson and Luke, like, oh my God, you're in my like Genesis class. Like, right. you know, like that kind of, we really want to build that um, kind of community, all of these micro communities. And we really feel that through 888, the new worlds, you know, we can build more than just a marketplace, but a platform to help people build their own brands. And, you know, everybody is going to become their own brand. Everybody is going to become their own entity and company. Um, as creatives, I think like that's what decentralization and self-sovereignty is about. Um, so we really want to help people get to that place. And I think, you know, just what we have in store is is crazy and amazing. And 888, you know, similarly to, to Paul, like I mentioned, he's not willing to sacrifice or like cut any corners at all. Um, you know, sometimes we're like, okay, well, if we just did this, it would be easier, it would be faster. And he's like, well, I told this one person in my DMs three months ago that I was going to do this for them. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to do that then. Like you just, it's, I can't even like put into words how like the, like the ethics and kind of like the standing in, in that worth and value and really truly supporting artists. It's, it's so, um, it's really admirable and it's really real too, which is cool. Yeah. For sure. And it totally cuts through the noise as well of some, you know, other stuff in the space because it's built on such credibility that, yeah. you know, you, you, I'm excited to see yeah. what happens on every level. And yeah, so, so there's obviously so many amazing um, artists that are involved, like big names that people will have heard of, of course. And then, it, as you say, it's a curation platform. There's various levels of so Genesis, Innovation, Main, and then kind of the drop day mm-hmm. mechanics as well. So it's it's both supported by the biggest artists in the space, but then they are supporting new talent coming through, right? Yeah. Is that kind of the exactly. overall goal? Cool. Yeah, definitely. It's It'll be awesome. And, you know, I think it also will allow for people to kind of independently uh, market and host their own launches or drops, which is important because that flexibility of being able to, you know, as an artist, work on your own timeline as well. And, you know, people will be excited to get their, you know, December, like nifty drop date or their, you know, January maker's place drop date or, or whatever. But, you know, there, I think it's important for them to be able to have autonomy over kind of their release schedule as well. So through 888, the new world, you know, artists that are in the main zone, like in all of our other zones, will be able to then have their own kind of levels of of um of release and and whatever makes sense for them and then they know that like we can get to that drop date and like they can have that drop zone moment too and it will be special and different and unique because essentially like that quarter of the platform is theirs for you Uh know an entire week basically and and the best part is that after their drop 
they're not just like gone. Like we, they, you know, they can still exist in, in the main zone and they can still, you know, be part of our, they're still part of our community. I think like in my like job interview, I guess, although I didn't really have one, we just had a call and we were like, obviously we have to work together. Um, I told him, like, I was like, I probably should have thought of a better way to say this, but I was like, I think that, you know, I feel like sometimes some of these platforms, it's like a, like a hinge date or something where they're like, like revving you up and gassing you up. They're going to like be there for you and take care of you and all of this the entire time. And then you have that drop date or you have that one night stand <laughs> like out the door. And their profile pitch was very different. Exactly. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Like that, the like, I don't, that, like, I don't like to see that. And I would never want an artist to feel that way that's coming through our platform. So definitely um, going to be like, it's really, truly family, which is great. Yeah, cool. And people throw around that word community a lot, but that what you've described is that is actually genuine community yeah. where it's like ongoing, long-term bringing new people in yeah. and stuff. So very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and how far through is it kind of in terms of the build and stuff and, and launch? Stuff We're and getting that? there. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, I'm not sure when this episode comes out, but uh, people will be very excited that uh, very soon we'll be releasing kind of a calendar, like a little timeline where people can see just where we're at. Um, artist application, the artist application portal will open up soon. So we'll cool. be able to accept applicants. Um, really planning on revving up a content calendar for uh, community engagement and events and Twitter spaces and Twitch streams um, starting, you know, ne- this next month. Um, me and Baka Arts were talking today about just like funny shit we can do on Twitch. We're going to do like a back to back Photoshop and like both try to do the exact same thing in Photoshop. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. It'll be like a Friday night thing. So there's going to be a lot of um, really fun and awesome stuff going on. But as far as where we're at, you know, Gala Games is our tech and operability partner. They are complete like veterans and superstars and blo- like blockchain native, very much so. So um, we have full faith and trust in them. And we're really excited for uh, we're really excited to be building this with them. And uh, yeah, it's it'll it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about that, actually, because um, a couple of the partnerships, one of which is Gala Games. And also there's uh, there was an esports announcement yeah. as well. So gaming, I assume, is involved in some form or whether just those worlds all collide. So it's um, it's obviously the whole blockchain kind of gaming movement is changing everything as well. So is, is there an element of that that you can talk about or is yeah, that something definitely. upcoming? Yeah, so 888 has always, um, you know, his kind of position and, and vision has always been that, you know, art is more than just like a visual experience, that it's actually like fully experiential and it's fully immersive. And so many video games are literally metaverses, works of complete and amazing arts. Like it's it's just not, I think there's this disconnect right now. Like there's a huge community um, that is in gaming that is totally like latched on and adopted NFTs. And it's changing their lives in a lot of ways through like a play to earn model and building these, you know, economies within games. And then there's this other side of art where that's happening at the same time. But the 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 fusion and the bridging of like these vibrant communities is has just not really happened yet. So um, as far as we can see, so we'll actually have like a gaming um 
like section on on 80 the new world oh, cool. so um you'll be able to create in-game assets and sell them um our artists will be able to you know be onboarded and create art assets and, and list them as game assets so they'll be able to work directly with gala uh, the gala team and kind of community to be able to build and develop that which is amazing uh, people will be able to use Gala Coin um, to actually purchase art off of 88 The New Worlds, which is so sick because, you know, you you play to earn, um, you're you're building up your kind of accounts with Gala Coin, and then you know you buy a piece of art from Pock or uh, Thank You X or uh, Slime Sunday or Blake Catherine, and you know your life can be changed, and also it just brings you into a new space and a new kind of world and culture. So. We're super excited about that and, and you know, lots to come with, with Gala. We absolutely love them. We have a weekly meeting with them and it's just like the first 15 minutes is everybody just shooting this shit. And then 888 <laughs> and um, actually this, this is a nice segue into the Global Esports Federation because Paul Foster, who's the CEO of the Global Esports Federation, um, coined the nickname for me, LAPD. Right. I've never been the bad cop in my entire life, but I am the one in meetings where it's like, you guys, let's get back to it. Because <laughs> Pulling it back so, to the conversation. And so now he <laughs> calls me that too. Um, and it's very, it's very funny, but so the global esports federation is absolutely incredible. They're, you know, they've created this this massively um, impactful convening platform for for esports uh, competitors and gamers and and you know there's so much synchronicity between our thesis and that you know in esports and I mean gaming in general but particularly esports there's so much money um, and it's so much of it is locked up at the top mm. and you know competitors and and people with with incredible talent you know, to be able to play these games with skill and, you know, excellence are being exploited um, by, you know, these kind of production companies and studios and, and gaming organizations and and uh, the titles and everything else. And so the Esports Federation have, has created, you know, the, this system and this um, format and platform to be able to one, work directly with the titles and, and the producers and, and the organizations to ensure that they are, you know, creating, they're, they're having, they're holding the highest standards in esports and being equitable. And also, you know, to actually create opportunities for um, competitive, you know, esports um, events and gatherings and tours. So there's so much alignment there and, and we're really excited as a global partner with them. You know, we are working with them on all types of strategy, you know, digital product strategy, NFT strategy, community building and brand building. You know, the people that are a part of that organization, a uh, part of the federation are doing such incredible work. And really like what what our goal is and what our kind of mandate is as global partners is to help um you know, distribute that information and make it accessible to the community and bring people in and let people from our community know that this, you know, federation exists and this platform is available to them. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful partnership. So we love it. Yeah, that's so good on so many levels. I think the thing I love like most about this whole space is it's kind of unlocking uh, value for for people who are really talented and have been doing their job maybe for someone else for ages whether they're an amazing artist or a game designer or anything and then suddenly they can realize actually i can just do this myself and make exactly. you know more of a living it's like whoa this is actually exactly. changing lives it's cool That's right amazing. yeah awesome all right and um 
yeah, let's talk a little bit about the eight eight eight, the inner circle yeah. uh, token as well, the NFT, which is very cool. When eight 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 hit eighty eight point eight k followers, now yeah. well over hundred k, which is uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so funny. We were like, <laughs> I rem- we were in a group chat with somebody, and I was like, then somebody was like, oh, like next stop eight eight hundred and eighty eight thousand followers, and he was like, oh. I doubt that would happen. And I was like, dude, are you joking? Like, you're on your way. He's like, it's coming. He's like, too humble. I'm like, are you? I'm like, he's so humble. Me, I'm like, Uh, I'm like, I got 10,000 followers. (laughs) He's like, daily, calm down. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. And, the token's been so cool already. Like, like we were saying before, it seemed like an obvious investment in a way, not to you know, obviously do what you want with your own money, oh, but <laughs> but it was based on you know all this credibility and long term stuff and AA's vision, and it you know that had already been proven in so many ways that it seemed like a no brainer because you're being yeah. part of something far bigger that it, you know is going to go a long way. So it's it's been really cool to see already, and so so far it's unlocked a private Discord and people and uh, Hackertown and other people have jumped in that already yeah. and then there's been one airdrop already from Alicia Reynolds that's right yeah yeah Malavita. yeah why did you choose her f- as the first um kind of airdrop for token holders out of interest so so first of all I think you know this is the first time I, like, I feel like since it's so new like we are really excited to like clarify what the difference is between 888 the new world and 888 the inner circle okay so with inner circle you know just like in this whole conversation, we've been talking about kind of like creative and entrepreneurial autonomy. You know, we don't, we, none of us have to be limited to like one thing or one area. And, and for 88, like he, as a, like he is a collector, um, but also like a curator, like his entire collection is, is really curated. And, you know, when there are generative drops or PFP projects or something, you will seldom see him like at mint, right? Like he will go in and, and pick the one he wants. And, and it's something that speaks to him. And, and that's part of, you know, that fits into the aesthetic of, of his collection and his taste. And um, Inner Circle was was really created to be able to allow him to do that. Um, he wants to, you know, create art pieces and collaborate on art pieces and curate, you know, his own things uh, with artists that he really admires and, and adores and, and respects but didn't want to really use 888 The New World as his own kind of like self-referential platform to be able to do that. So Inner Circle is kind of, you know, it's like when you watch the um, 888 The New World trailer video where you see like Blau's Blau's planet, Paris Hilton's planet, like Inner Circle is like a planet, right? Like that's kind of how it exists in in this universe that we're building that is, you know, that will be the, the new world. So um, as far as uh, Malavita goes, I think that, you know, he just like she is such an important part of the community. Um, she's such an important and good friend uh, of his and an artist that that he absolutely adores and her art's incredible. And and I'm sure it was a no brainer. It's funny. I actually never asked him like why Malavita. But um, yeah, it's it's um, been amazing. And I I've seen kind of what he has in store for um, the inner circle. And it's really beautiful. And, and it's really incredible to see him uh, be able to like 
creatively explore this other side because, you know, it really keeps the purity of, of 888 The New World because 888 The New World will be filled with all different types of art and, and all, you know, artists from all different disciplines and mediums. And, you know, there will be something for everybody that's on there. And, you know, now he has this this space and this platform and kind of channel to be able to, you know, make something that is, you know, just really his where he's building this thing for for, you know, the 888 The New World is for everybody. And and this like his gets to be so focused and, and highly curated with Inner Circle is. And yeah, it's, I really am proud um, as his friend and as an employee and and, you know, as a follower and as an Inner Circle member. Uh-huh. <laughs> like very proud to see, um, you know, how much work he's putting into it and, and still how much work is going into 888 The New yeah. World. It's yeah, busy times, crazy. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you, yeah. that you won't be able to say things because you would have posted it already, but there's obviously like a longer plan for the Inner Circle token and we're seeing it play out as gen- generative drops are happening. Um, is there anything more you can say there or is that all kind of locked for now? As, as, that's that's it. it. Yeah, I, th- I <laughs> thought it would be as actually fun. <laughs> But, uh, that's alpha that's alpha yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> um, good stuff all right uh, so yeah that's there's so much amazing stuff in there all about everything that's being built which is is great so thank you for that i also had a few kind of uh last questions one of which i wanted to ask again i don't know how much you can say what you're cooking up with night and para as well so you're you're doing your own <laughs> project right i'm spotting some clues yeah. and i was you know like i thought i'd ask you because it seems exciting okay, okay okay wait when is this when will you release uh, this so uh, tomorrow thursday the 30th of september so okay okay um so so yes, as I've mentioned about 888 and, and you know, as a, as this theme that's been coming up that, you know, people are not bound to one label or one box or bucket, you know, I have been working on a project with uh, Chad Knight and Parrot. Um, they, and Samantha also, people don't know that Chad kind of, we've got, uh, we have our metaverse mom, Samantha, that, that takes care of all of us. <laughs> oh, nice. okay. she's, like the, she's the one behind where you're like, how does, when you ever, if you ever look at me or Parrot or Chad and you're like, how do they do it? Just know, don't do it alone. But, uh, <laughs> um, but we have been working on a project together. Um, we are probably going to announce it on Friday. Okay. Um, this is... Um, extremely important and fun to us. We feel that what we've created together, um, it is providing provenance to crypto culture, to exactly what um, we are, you know, talking about every single day, you know, the, the language and the colloquialisms and the inside jokes and everything that we're building in real time, uh, we are capturing and um, minting and using the exact uh, medium that has brought us all together to, um, you know, make it timeless and um, really feel like, you know, it will make more sense, I think, once it's released, yeah. but uh, once it's announced. But, you know, this is a project that is about everybody. Um, it's, it is a reflection it's of this entire community, 10,000 tiny mirrors. Cool. <laughs> That's not what it is, but <laughs> as I say, I'm always a mirror. I think, you know, I, I'm really excited. I think that the people like I'm, I'm, this is the type of thing where I'm nervous and like, this is similar to, you know, 888 with the inner circle. Like this is something that's mine and I put a lot of pressure on myself for it. And, 
And I have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people that I know are counting on me. And even if they're not really counting on me, like I like to believe, like I, I don't ever want to let anybody down in this community. And I think people that know me know that. So I hope that like the, the blood, sweat and tears that have gone into this are felt and that it brings people as much joy as it's brought me and, um, and Para and Chad and Samantha and, and yeah, that's all we can say for Yeah, now. that's cool. No, best of luck with it. I'm sure it's going to yeah. absolutely smash it. And I'm excited to see it. So yeah, that's really, really cool. Um, all right, just, I know you're very, very busy. So um, I've just got a couple more questions. One of which uh, I saw on your website, you have a pug. Um, I wanted to ask all about him or her. Could you, could you tell us about yes, him? Yeah. My little, the little princess of the metaverse. Excellent. A little tiny metaverse uh, croissant. Pearl, yes, she is so famous. She's so amazing. <laughs> I've had her since I was 18. Um, I have been, we've basically been homeless together. We've basically stolen, I've used to wear um, a, like a snow jacket, like, um, oh my God, I'm from Vermont and I don't remember what these are called, winter jackets, parkas. <laughs> and I would bring a red uh, solo cup in my pocket and I would open up bags of dog food and, and dump dog uh. food into the pocket <laughs> and fill these when I was like 19. And she's been around all over the world with me. And, and a lot of people got to know Pearl during my, uh, my stint as a as a clubhouse uh, personality <laughs> because she you would hear her snoring so loudly and people would be like is that like Carson is that Pearl like what is that like early days I'd be like sorry my pug is snoring <laughs> and um, uh, friends with you Sam Borkson amazing artist great friend of mine love him to death um, whenever we would be in a big room and if things would get hot or heated or out of control he would always be like excuse me, like, can we have like a, a mental reset and listen to Pearl snoring, please? <laughs> and everybody would mute their mics. And I would just put my phone next to Pearl's head. And we would do like a full like 30, 45 seconds of her I snoring. That. It was it's like that. I, if you then if you have in the US, the calm app where it's just like relaxing beach sounds, yes. or pug snoring should be another one. Dude, whenever I'm traveling, I like can't sleep because she sleeps right next to my head like a <laughs> a pile of dough <laughs> and snores so loud like yeah it's amazing miss ah, her love that that's so cool <laughs> um all right and i wanted to ask as well is there anyone awesome in the space that you think isn't getting enough attention that you'd like to shout out or any projects that you're kind of watching that you think deserve uh, a bit more yes. attention oh my god yes i mean i'm always pumping people i mean as far as projects go uh, Drive by Dave Krugman is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. um, everybody if, that knows me knows I'm obsessed with Jeevil and Kid 8 and I'm obsessed with um, Crypto Baby Punks. I think Crypto Baby Punks to the moon always. Oh yeah, um, same. Yeah. <laughs> as far as, um, you know, people that aren't getting enough attention, like I really feel that, um, you know, it's kind of the builders and, and the developers and, and the people that are making so much magic happen behind the scenes. Like, you know, uh, Young Weekend um, is amazing and Goku, NFT, amazing, uh, Directive Creator. Um, oh my God, if I forget people, they're going to fucking kill me. My uh, my very own, my very own metaverse magician, metaverse Meg. Uh, she's incredible. She makes sure my life goes off without a hitch. She's Pearl's second mom. She's literally the the, the master ruler of my life. Um, it really just like, these are the people. Uh, spreadsheet and eyelids. And oh my God, so funny to say people's like <laughs> yeah, candles. Yeah, yeah. Out of context, very strange. I'll strange. send them all to you. And I'll send them all to you, but... You know, these are the the people 
that are um, really helping to the people that are like, I can do that for you easily. The people that save you time, the people that make your life more convenient, the people that make your project um, smooth and go off without a hitch. Like these are often, I think, the people that uh, don't get the, as much recognition. Um, and maybe it's because they're not the loudest and that's because they're busy mm-hmm. <laughs> like building for you and and helping you and supporting you. And, and I just, those people like I, they probably hate me by how much I like text them like literal love notes being like you're the fucking best like please just know that they're like you don't have to tell us again (laughs) that's so nice yeah I try to link as many as I can in the in the notes as well to shout them out yeah I got you amazing thank you amazing yeah well thank you so much for that so much uh awesome awesome chat and so much uh good value as well so appreciate you coming on that was good thank you thank you for having me yes and uh stay tuned for the alpha on uh, my drop with parrot and chad and and samantha and also you know all things 88 the new world we have huge announcements coming up inner circle is amazing uh, not, none of this financial advice. Of course, yeah, but it's exciting <laughs> to watch it happen as well. And, and where can people follow you if they want to follow what you're up to and 88 The New World? Yes, Carson Daily, all platforms come through, come to our Discord. There's Carson Daily chat. Um, you can drop hot dog emojis on there, anything you want. Cool. <laughs> that seems to be that somehow became a thing and now we can't get rid of it. So. Awesome. All right. Cool. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Cheers. Thank you. There we go. I knew that was going to be a awesome episode with Carson, uh, bringing the good vibes and uh, yeah, just an awesome vision. And uh, it sounds like 888, the new world is going to be absolutely epic. So very excited to see how that all turns out. Thank you to her for coming on the show. Uh, thank you to Republic Realm for sponsoring as well. If you want to go and check out their fantasy collection, pick yourself up a speedboat to go and roam around the sandbox on. Uh, why not? It sounds so, so quality. I'll leave all the links in the description below along with my Substack as well which you can check out if you'd like to thank you for your ratings and your reviews and your constant support really appreciate it and uh, until next week have a great week and i'll see you for the next one 